great rising to my people all over the world that continue to uh, fight for justice for us in a system that was meant and designed to keep us oppressed. I would like to do this podcast today because I have a lot on my mind as far as about what's going on with our people in this white institution that was set up to murder us, keep us oppressed, and, um, and continue to show us no justice. So, uh, I know like when I was a young man running around and, you know, just running around on the streets, I came in contact with these uh, police officers. And I'm talking about they just showed just straight up just hatred toward them. I'm like, dang, these police, these pigs is crazy. Because I remember one time I was uh, in the projects hanging out with some uh, friends of mine. So the police pulled up, and you know, he was really tripping off the top. He was on some bull jive. That fool said, uh, he saw me spit on the ground or throw some paper or something. I'm like, what? You crazy. That clown threatened to take me to jail. I'm like, this fool here was crazy. His name was Brown. Never forget that punk, Brown. A peckerwood, of course. So uh, they ended up taking me down to this little park. So. My mother, she was coming out there to uh, pick up her sister. So this was the time that I had left home. So, you know, my mama came down to the park and she waited, you know, waited to see what was going on. So, you know, they eventually let me go. But I know how these people are, you know, and for some of our people to just sit back and always say stuff like, what happened? What did they do? We don't be doing anything, you know, but these people come into our communities, neighborhoods, and they're like, uh, they're like Nazi Nazis. So when they see us, they automatically think, because to me, they're nothing but a form of the Klan. And that's it. That's why I call them the Blue Clan. So, you know, I remember one time I came in contact with this Indian uh, of police officer. You know, I was somewhere hanging out, whatever, whatnot. So, uh, I guess the place I was was, you know, they deemed it a drug house or whatever. But I didn't see no drugs being sold. So, you know, so the police kicked the door in and we ended up sitting around, the police tell me, why you didn't run? I said, run for what? What am I run for? This fool said, I just got a brand new beam on my gun. I just looked at him. This fool was talking about, uh, he was basically going to shoot me if I would have ran. So I'm like, what would I run? Man, ain't nobody got time for that stupid mess you're talking about. So, uh, you know, just young and you know, just growing up, and, and uh, when I was 21, I get pulled over one day by the police. I'm like, man, what is they on today, man? They always on some bull so, you know, so they pulled me over, whatever, whatnot. You know, uh, I'm like, what's going on, man? Uh, yeah, you, you driving under suspension. Well, 
they knew me, you, you know, because people who I knew or whatever hung around. So they like, yeah, you driving under suspension. I'm like, yeah, so what? Give me a ticket, man, and whatever. So they was like, nah, we're going to take you to jail. So at this time, I was already going through something in my uh, personal life, and I got tired of these white people stopping me. So, you know, I was like, well, hey, man, check this out. If you walk up on me with them handcuffs, I'm going to hit you in your mouth. So, you know, he laughed and thought I was playing or whatever. He said, yeah, turn around. He walked up on me with the handcuffs. I took off on him, stole on him, bow, hit him, dropped him. So his old partner rushed me, and I dropped him too. I'm putting hands on these punks. So the one police who I hit first, he get up, he bleeding and all that. This fool pull out his gun. He said, Ian, you better not move. I'm going to kill you. I said, "Woo, that's how y'all playing it up. That fool had his gun at the back of my head, said if I move, he was going to drop me while I stand. So, you know, I stopped, whatever. You know, they took me downtown and, you know, uh, they old, uh, they old, I guess he came in, old sergeant or punk or something. He said, yeah, if you ever hit one of my police officers, I'm going to kill you. I said, I'll do what you got to do, punk. You know, I'm still talking noise to the punk. So, you know, so so they come in again, you know, uh, the two dudes who I put hands on, boy, because if they would have had YouTube or something back then, yeah. I was serving them punks. They was getting served. So, uh, you know, they uh, stand me up, you know, went up trying to knee me. So I peeped game, run into them. Oh, man, they pulling my hair, beating me all in the back of the face. So I'm telling them, basically, take the handcuffs off. Y'all take these handcuffs off, y'all going to get served. So, you know, like, yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatnot. So, you know, I end up going to jail, whatever, you know, I made bond. So, uh, so I was supposed to went to court one day. Me, you know, I'm young and you know, I'm a, I'm married, man. I'm, I'm just going through it. I ain't right. So you know, I go over to this little model chick's house. I had met. So you know, I'm over there talking to her. You know, uh, my little page to go off. I'm like, dang, who was this? So I had uh called my lawyer. He's like, man, where you at? I'm like, sure, why? He's like, you supposed to be in court this morning. I'm like, in court? You know what I'm saying? I don't, a lot going on. So uh, he was like, well, hey, check this out. They looking for you. Don't go out north. So me, later on that night, I go out north. I'm over there to this guy's house, you know. I'm, I'm over there around about 15, 20 minutes. I hear it. I'm like, man. Was that at your door? They knocking hard. Toss the police. I'm like, oh no, the police. Them fools said, uh, can we come in? We know he in there. I'm like, what? These fools. Somebody and this fool let him in the house without a search warrant. I'm gonna try to hide them fools. Uh, find me in the little laundry room under the laundry, trying to hide. Take me to jail, whatever. So, uh, so. It, it was crazy cause uh, it's just so crazy cause the guy who was in the car with me, you know he, you know he get out the car, you know I tell him to run cause you know he has some warrants or some old mess. So uh, it's just crazy how when I called that clown from jail, when I jumped on the police, you know I had 
gave him like $500 right there. I'm like, hey, man, check this out. Uh, you know, if I go to jail for this driving under suspension, because I don't know what they're going to do, basically, come downtown and give me. I call this clown. He tell me he done lost the money. I said, how you lose the money, man? I don't know, man, when I jumped out the car. So found out later on, this fool was a dope fiend. He was on drugs. So I know how these police are. That's why when uh, this is happening to us, I'm on my people's side because I know how these Peckerwoods lie. They uh, doctor up evidence and get people to lie on you and all that. So being black in America every day is a constant struggle. Always. Always. And people always talking about we need to go out and vote. Who we voting for? Republicans or Democrats? They the same white institutions battling for power. So on my next podcast, I think I'm going to get into a little bit more depth of of my run-ins with the police department. Stay black, stay proud, and power to the people, my people. Hello, I just wanted to make a little uh, podcast. It's 11 o'clock on a Tuesday night. I'm just laying here in my bed just thinking. Just got off the phone with a uh, lady friend of mine. And just thinking about where my life is headed. I'm 50 years old. I'm single. And I don't know. My mind is so messed up. It's like, uh, will I ever be in a relationship? Will I ever get married? It's crazy because I've messed my life up so bad. It's like, uh, you know, it's like you don't know where your life is headed from that day to the next. And uh, it's scary because it's like, I feel like that I'm really going to die alone. And, uh, I don't know. I just can't figure it out at this point. It's like, I'm happy at times, but then when I think, it's like, think back on all the mistakes I've made in my previous relationships, it's like, man... I really need to sit down and talk to someone and get some help because, like I said, I I, I believe in my heart that I'm going to die alone. And you only have one chance at life, man. There's no reincarnation and coming back and all that. Once you're dead, you're dead. You're gone. It's so, it's like, I want to be in... Uh, relationship, but I need to work on my past. I need to talk and and get it in just to work my life out, period. Because right now, I'm not happy. At times, I am, but when I'm out and about and I see couples together, black couples, and, you know, they holding hands and they, it's just like, man, I had that 
but I messed it up. I had a real good woman and I messed it up. I just, and I think because what I went through in my past, I just, I didn't have no strong male figure or nothing. So I don't know where my life goes. I'll be 51 next year (laughs) and still single because I'm really scared to get in another relationship. And it ain't because I like I'm gonna mess up, but I need to fix my past, work on that, not fix it, but try to understand and figure out what made me do the things that I did. And I'm pretty sure I know, but I really need to sit down and talk to someone about it, just to open up, just the no judgment zone, just to open up and just put it all on the table. Because right now, my life is up in the air. It's really up in the air and it sucks at 50 years old. I'm 50 freaking years old. So, I just wanted to share that. I know I'm doing a bunch of rambling, but it really hurts. That I'm 50 years old and I'm not in no relationship. It sucks, man. It really sucks. But thank you all for listening and give me some feedback if possible. Thank you.